Hello everyone, welcome to episode 2 of Everything North Texas. Today we are going to talk about things that are happening in the North Texas market, some basic North Texas news. We're going to discuss your need-to-know guide to buying a new home, and we are going to explain what a Tidewater is in a VA loan process. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Sean Wade Casey. I am your host for Everything North Texas. I am a realtor in serving the North Texas market from the offices of Keller Williams in Plano. We are the Wade Casey Group. Um, we help people buy, sell, and lease property in the North Texas market. Today on Everything North Texas, we're gonna, we've got a couple of interesting conversations to be had. Um, just want to go through what we always do here at Everything North Texas. Just kind of go through some of the local news that's going on. Um, on this date in December 13th, 2018. Uh, first off, right out of the gate in Frisco news, there's been... Uh, well, it's actually Frisco, Plano, all across the U.S. There's been bomb threats and across uh, to schools and different buildings and stuff. Pretty interesting that it all happened at one time. Probably the first time that's ever happened. Frisco's responded. Plano's responded. They've just been on the lookout for any kind of suspicious activity. So nothing to worry about there. Just seems like a, a plain old, plain old threat. Uh, speaking of threats, Colin College could be the first community college in Texas to launch a school martial program. Basically, Colin College has made the decision that through their bond... Um, that they could allow certain school staffers to have firearms. So if you're going to be in the Collin County area, be careful. We could be armed and dangerous, which is not untypical for uh, Texas. You know, our motto in Texas is don't mess with Texas. And I think that uh, that is one of those things that people have jumped onto. More news on the Frisco front. We have a Frisco ISD is going to add some uh, positions upgrade the school class supplies and just basically reinvest in new technology on Frisco SD. As you know, Frisco Independent School District might or should be one of the largest school districts in the state of Texas um, by the year 2020. Um, as you know from reading the news, or you might not know, that Frisco is just a growing area in general. While Plano is Predominantly built out, we still have a, a good good amount of land in Frisco, and then everything is moving north in uh, North Texas. So pretty soon, we will be closer to the Oklahoma border than you will be to downtown Dallas. Um, some other news in the Frisco front with Frisco ISD is that Frisco Independent School District um, is actually adding or trying to add a dyslexia training center accreditation. Um, it would be one of the first public school districts in the nation to be an independent accredited dyslexia therapist training center. I have firsthand knowledge of this because almost every one of my children have dyslexia and have been through some kind of dyslexia training at their schools. And so I've seen firsthand how much uh, having knowledge of this uh, is in 
and this challenge that you have in teaching a student with dyslexia and when the teachers are not aware of how to deal with it then it just becomes a big deal um, so just some things to note there in the Frisco news. Also, if you have been watching in the North Texas area, we have had um, some really interesting things going on with the uh, slowdown right now. December is a slow month, but I don't foresee that Frisco is going to keep going that way. Um, as we move into the real estate market for the next few months, time will tell on this. There's a little bit of uncertainty out there. So with things going on with President Trump and some of the investigations going on, that that tends to kind of slow things down when people have a little bit of uncertainty. But we usually see between now and heading into March, we are starting to ramp up again. So uh, good news there for the economy of Frisco, Plano, prospered the North Texas area. Um, some other news, uh, City of Plano has, I mean, I'm sorry, Cindy McK McKinney announced a new chief medical officer. And then there's also um, some things going on in the Plano, talking about city council, that the Plano city council member, Angela Minor announced she's not going to seek re-election. So there's just a lot going on in the area. Speaking of something kind of fun in the Plano area, as we're talking about Plano, there's a dog-friendly theater concept that's opened in Plano. It's called K-9 Cinema, and it opened in the first week of December. It's the first-ever location. It's all located at 1301 Custer Road. And basically the idea is, is that this gentleman, um, the founder, Eric Lankford, has gone to the movies and just realized that people weren't allowed to take their pets with them and he's decided to launch a limited showing of you know second third run movies and you could bring your pet in so if you have a pet you might check that out it's called canine cinemas it's a pretty pretty interesting concept so as we talked about in our intro today we're going to talk about tidewater and what that means in a VA loan. Uh, as we know, there are great benefits for our veterans and they are well-deserved. Thank you for your service. And one of those is the ability to get a low-cost and no-down payment veterans loan. And this is just a great service for our veterans. Any mortgage person can reach out or you can reach out to any mortgage lender and that person can help you with finding um, and getting you set up with a veteran's loan if you're someone who qualifies for that. Um, and part of that process, and we can talk about this a little more, is that under the veterans program, just like any loan, you find a house after you've spoken to a lender and a realtor you put that house under contract, you have an option to buy that house for a 7, 10, how many day period, and at the end of that option period, usually your lender is going to order an appraisal. The veteran appraisal is a little different. They have some different qualifications, and if you have any questions about that, please reach out. But they go out and they look at the property, and then they come back and they give you what the value of the property is. 
if for some reason that property does not meet the price that you're asking and it is under value of what you've agreed to on the contract. So my re most recent example is, is that we just had one in the Keller area. And again, while we focus mainly on North Dallas for our real estate business, we do go all over North Texas. And so we were in the Keller area this week and a gentleman is purchasing a house over there. They offered around 335000 for the house. And the reason they did that was because they saw the value with all, everything. And the Veteran Association loan came back and they said that they were enacting a, quote, Tidewater. And basically what that means is, is that the appraiser did not see the same value as what the contract was. And part of the veteran's loan is that it has to be either the amount of the agreed purchase price underneath it, or if it's, I mean, I'm sorry, the price has to be under what it appraises. So let's say if this house, we bought it, at, we're going to buy it at 335000 it came in at 400000 we could definitely purchase it. But in this case, they enacted Tidewater, which means that the appraiser was not going to find the same value for the house as what we offered. And they gave they give the veteran the opportunity to challenge that through Tidewater and present different numbers to see if it is something maybe the appraiser missed. Because what they want to do is they want the veterans to have a home. They don't want to just come and say, Hey, look, you know, this house isn't worth what you offered and you don't get the loan. So in that case, your realtor would present comparables and an argument to the appraiser and they have two days to present that argument because they want to speed this up again they want to have the veterans in a home and so they have two days to present their argument the appraiser will look at what the realtor on both sides says any kind of upgrades any kind of comparables that maybe uh, the appraiser missed and then they'll issue their finding and from there, the person buying the house, the veteran, has a choice to make. They can negotiate with the seller to get the price to what the appraisal is. They can agree to bring more money to the table. Or if they cannot come to an agreement on either of that, they can actually walk away from the deal and get their money back, um, their earnest money back. And so it is a great function. And just a great way for veterans to be secure and not lose a whole lot of money on a purchase of a home. Okay, guys. So that is a VA Tidewater and what that is. So just in case any of my veterans are out there and they're going through the purchase process or you would like to go through the purchase process, um, now you have the information. So let's talk about your need-to-know guide to buying a new home. Basically... Um, and I apologize for the um. There, a, a, a new home construction can be an amazing, amazing purchase for you. They are up to the most current building codes. Um, there's not a lot of things that will need to be repaired in a, in the long term. Um, you usually have many years of uh, just like a new car before you would need to do anything, and it's it's just a clean new house. 
essentially, whenever you're looking at homes, there's three distinct types of builders out there. You have a custom home builder. That builder is waiting for someone to come along. Um, they have architects, electricians that actually have people to build it, and they build your dream home from scratch. Um, that being said, custom home builders tend to be a, a little on the upper end of the local housing market. And uh, sometimes they will be more expensive than some of your other builders out there because everything is custom on the house. Even if they do have pre-done plans, a lot of times you can modify those plans and that can cause additional cost. So that's going to be your custom, true custom home builder. Building from scratch, you can have an architect involved, you can design it, move things around, add every bell, whistle, and you go that way. Then you have uh, something that's kind of in between. They are the speculative custom builders. I, I say speculatively because they do build a bunch of houses and they hope that someone will come and buy them, but they also can go in and you can make personal touches to these and they won't start until you come in to the showroom with your agent, speak to the sales rep, and then you go from there where you go through multiple steps to customize a home and make it your own. Um, and from there, you uh, have a several month build out where you're picking materials, you're making any possible changes to a pre-existing plan that they already have in their book of plans and you go from there uh, kind of it is custom but it's not a hundred percent custom because your neighbor 10 houses down could have the same floor plan but maybe you tweaked it a little you added your own personal touches that they didn't and then the third builder choice is going to be your just straight speculative builders they're also known as production builders uh, in our market in north texas they are items like dr horton um there's some beezer properties there's some other there's some other builders in the area who will come in and they are production builders they build a bunch of houses and they hope someone will come buy them uh, they're usually responsible for creating a whole neighborhood just out of thin air thin air like one day you're driving and next day there's like a hundred houses and there's already 20 going up uh speculative buildings are nothing but if not fast you won't necessarily get the house of your dreams unless your dreams are pretty basic but you'll have a home that's brand new it is up to code it um, a lot of times will have some amazing features and a lot of times it is a more affordable house and it's it, it just basically gets you out of the rain and puts a roof over your head for a great price so those are going to be your three. Again, you've got your custom home builders, your speculative custom builders, and then a speculative builder. In this market, there's just so many. And if you need a list of those, please reach out to us. We couldn't even list you know, the 20 to 50 builders that cover all these different ranges. So some new construction pros and cons. If you're considering a new house um, and you're, you know, ready for a you know a pretty sweet deal one of the great things about the new construction is is it's got low maintenance required i mean it's brand new right 
there's warranties pretty much on everything. A lot less risk of neighborhood blight. Um, so the houses are all going to be very uniform and upkept. And so you don't have to worry so much about the neighborhood, you know, looking so bad. But there are some drawbacks. There's usually um, a higher monthly cost involved with, you know, when you purchase one. Because you are buying a brand new house, just like you would a new car. And you're paying premium for that new house versus an older home where you may find an owner who just wants to get out from underneath the loan or they need to move or it's just a neighborhood that maybe has, you know, matured and, you know, there are some things with the property that need to be touched up. Not to say that it's, uh, you know, bad that things need to be touched up because you can but with a new build in a new community, you're going to pay new build prices, right? So the house hasn't been lived in, just like if you're going to buy a brand new car. Now, another uh, new house drawback is that it's a blank canvas in most cases. So um, that can be pretty intim intimidating for some people because there's a, a lot of things that you can do in your house, Um you know, is it granted? Is it not granted? You know, are the sinks um, silver? Are they brushed brass? These are all questions that you have to address. And so if you're in a brand new house and it's not one of those speculative builders who have gone in and they've done everything for you, it is a blank canvas that you have to think about and you have to do. The great thing about that is, is it's yours. The bad part about that blank canvas is, is you know, um, what you do to it, it is for you. So when you do, when you resell, you know, if you put too much money into the house, you're probably not going to get that money back. As realtors uh, here at the Way Casey Group, we always tell people that you can gold plate your doorknobs and furnishings with 14 karat gold, but that doesn't mean that your house is going to be worth what you put in in the 14 karat gold unless you take those doorknobs and those faucets and sinks with you and melt them down to get the gold back. So that being said, if you're in a house and you are in a $300,000 or $350,000 speculative build house and you go in and you put $100,000 in upgrades, that doesn't mean that your house is automatically 400000 at, at, at most, it might bring, you know, a few thousand dollars of value, you know, to upgrade your house. But if your neighborhood is full of three hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand dollar houses, at best, your house is going to be a three hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand dollar house, even with all your upgrades. So this is always something to make sure of that whenever you're buying and you're doing a custom build you or even the semi-custom build you don't um put too much into the house in this market with old with new builds also one of the drawbacks is going to be that you're going to be subject to an hoa land prices in the north texas market have skyrocketed over the last 10 years that we've been doing real estate in this area and land is not cheap um 20 30 years ago, land in the North Texas, Collin County area, Denton County, was cheap. Now, land is not cheap. Lot sizes are standard sized. 
um, 60, 75, depends on the builder. And they're building the houses a lot of times to fill the lot with very small backyards. And part of the things that they do is that they add an amenity center so that people are incentivized to have a community place to me. It brings a lot of extra fun stuff like a parks and recreation and a pool. And it prevents you from having to build a pool on your property because you probably will not have the space to do it. But with that becomes an HOA, a Homeowners Association. Now, in the state of Texas, the Homeowners Association is a very powerful entity. Um, If you're not paying your HOA dues, if you're not taking care of your property at some point, they after they go through a process and some processes are more aggressive and shorter than others they can foreclose on a property they are that powerful with that said there's also an additional cost and each neighborhood has sets their own HOA fees based on what amenities you get so again that is a little bit of a drawback for new houses especially in in this area in north texas um in McKinney, Allen, especially in Prosper and Frisco. As you move into Salina, um, Aubrey, some areas of Denton, it's not so much. If you move into the country in general, um, near Princeton, some of these, uh, Fairview, some of these other areas are not as strict on HOAs. But if you're in Denton, I mean, if I'm sorry, if you're in Frisco, and you're going to, and then newer parts of Plano, you definitely will have an HOA. So that is something to consider. And then, um, again, you know, flexibility is important. So I hope that this helps with some of the information. We build a lot of, we build with a lot of new builds in our area. So we're pretty, very familiar and pretty familiar with all the deals that are out there, um, and so that's what we do. But we just wanted to share some of that, um, that if you're thinking of a new home was for you, that, you know, we can help you. But uh, please reach out to anybody that is a realtor in the, the Frisco market so that they know. And that's just some basic need to know stuff on buying a new home. Um, last thing, as we wrap things up for today's episode let you know that we are still under the coyote watch. <laughs> if you've seen the news in North Texas, uh, around the Frisco area, so we've seen a lot of coyotes as we encroach into the country here. And apparently we still have uh, a sight- sightings of coyotes and people were a little scared. So that's pretty interesting fact. And then um, just some other good news. North Texas has a new soccer team. We are big advocates for FC Dallas in our area because of the programs that they offer our students and our youth. And FC Dallas has joined with uh, a semi-pro organization, and now they'll have another uh, professional soccer team in the area. So if you have any questions about that, reach out to us. Okay, guys, I know that this one, we, we put in about 20 minutes plus on this. If you have any questions about the markets in the North Texas market, Collin County, Denton County, anywhere in North Dallas with Frisco, Plano, Prosper, McKinney, um, please reach out to us at the Way KC Group. And if you have any information on news, events, things going on in the North Texas, everything, we want to be everything North Texas. 
and we want to put it out there for you. So please reach out to our email through our our contacts, and you can find us all over social media at waykcgroup.com. And we look forward to serving you and keep providing you some valuable information. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And we will say have a great day, North Texas and the world, and talk to you soon. Thank you.